What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. This banishing acts right liberating for you, innit? Go anywhere you want. Do anything you want. Or anyone. What are you talking about? The only reason you're here is that you're not here. Right, of course. As usual, there's something wrong with Buffy. She came back all wrong. You know, I didn't ask for this to happen to me. Not too put off by it, though, are you? No. Maybe because for the first time since... I'm free. Free of rules and report free of this life free of life got another name for that dead Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, they's and them, zims and zers. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, our reactions. We're your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. Today we're talking about season six, episode 11, titled Gone. Written and directed by David Fury. Original air date, January 8th, 2002, to an audience of 516 million people and before we hop in to recap in this episode we got some shout outs from slappy joe slappy joe in the morning with the singular shout out we got a shout out for our discord user m tango finally got around to giving us a five-star spotify review so thank you m tango really really appreciate it if you want to get your own five uh, shout out uh, five-star Apple podcast rating review, five-star Spotify rating. Send a picture of that five-star Spotify rating to us and we'll get you on the air. And that's it for Sloppy Joe. Uh, <laughs> Sloppy Joe had a little issues with air, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he had a little bit of a brain fart for a second, but, you know, it happens. He's sloppy. Yeah. Um, Boys watching Buffy on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy, where we do boys watching Angel, Joe's Fashion Report slash Corner, and boys watching movies where we reviewed the Brendan Fraser classic, The Mummy, and went on quite a bit of tangents in that episode. <laughs> yeah, if you like boys, if you like the boys going on tangents, <laughs> that is the podcast for you. Yes. Um I don't think we got anything else really to, to to talk about at the top, do we? No, let's talk about this this episode of Buffy. That is clearly yeah. an episode of Buffy. It is certainly an episode of Buffy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how did you? What did you think of this episode, Joe? I thought it was light, fun. You know, they're trying to like continue on with uh, you know Willow's addiction issues and like. Her getting used to not using magic for literally every single thing in her life. But uh, 
Yeah, it was an episode. Like, it was fine. Yeah, it was lighthearted, good fun. And then, of course, you know, oh, but that's a threat. And then they got to solve it. But it just isn't answering any of the humongous <laughs> questions that have been, like, laid out. <laughs> I know. I want to be like, oh, this is super fun. This is a great idea. And then just some of the actions are just so questionable. And we'll get to a point. There's a part where I was like, if I was 15, would I find this funny? Uh, or would I like this? Or would I feel the same way? And it's just the way it ends up is interesting because I don't know where that's going to go. And mm -hmm. there's just so much heavy stuff for them to go fully lighthearted. Kind of. Yeah. Just uh, we praise the show a lot for balancing tone. Mm -hmm. And this one felt like it was almost there. And I think for most people, especially if you're just rewatching this and you're just taking your not even thinking about it as much and you're like, all right, I'm just into this. This is finally a fun, not a gloomy car accident, accident like drug addiction <laughs> tripping episode. But watching it after that, you're still kind of, I still haven't come down from the emotional highs to be able to let myself feel fun again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just there's so many deep and dark questions lingering in the background of this like lighthearted fun episode that mm -hmm. i'm like well when are we going to get to that stuff you know yeah. i feel like this show has done that before like a bunch though this episode made me ponder if we should bring back the likability rankings <laughs> i thought that you you were already pondering that like a couple episodes ago <laughs> i know but this one was like oh everyone can like really be debated yeah but uh, but before we dive in, yeah, okay, should oh we, yeah, right, we, we gotta go. fucking pop open these bad boys. It's we're in the do era. I oh come on, I gotta get fingernails again, dude, because this is a, this whole not being able to do it without a I don't, spoon is embarrassing. I don't use my fingernails to open a can. I don't understand. <laughs> I guess I don't know what's up with my fingers that I can't do it, but uh, it it's like the sweat builds up on it, makes it slippery, and I. I just can't open it. You mean the do on the do can? You know, I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> edit that out. Edit that. Yeah, the do on the do. <laughs> Who, who's the do drinker in this group? Huh? Is it me or is it you? You can't even open a can. You're talking about it sweating. Yeah. All right. So this episode opens up with a Spike and Buffy recap of them banging. Uh, Willow and Rack recap. Dawn being in the car accident and slapping Willow. And the trio stealing the diamond from the museum recap. So we open the episode with Buffy and Dawn just going through all of Willow's magic crap. And they're just throwing it all away. And Dawn's like, do we have to get rid of that? Do we have to get rid of that? Can't we keep candles? And Buffy's like, bro, candles aren't just candles for witches, okay? They... <laughs> They're a conduit for something evil and powerful. Okay. <laughs> and Buffy looks over at Willow and she's like, hey, is there anything else that we should know about? And she's like, the peacock on the table, it has two crystals and a tarot left them. I was going to give them back to her, but oh, I just need to get rid of all this stuff. And Dawn's real sad about all this. Like, why do we have to get rid of all of our fun stuff? And Buffy wants her to get rid of some statue of some fertility god or something. And Dawn's like, but that's one of mom's pieces. And Buffy's like, I don't give a fuck. 
mom's dead and we got an addict in the house. <laughs> so we got to get rid of everything. Buffy's rummaging through the couch and she finds Spike's lighter and she's like, oh, I guess I guess I need to get rid of this because, you know, my relationship with Spike doubles as uh, Willow's addiction. <laughs> we got to get rid of everything that causes temptation. Flashback to her hooking up with Spike when she sees the lighter and then she throws that in the box. And I was like, oh, this is. Yeah, this is exactly what we were talking about. Like, it's not a one to one, like it's not relating a drug addict to your wanting to hook up with this hot vampire. Yeah, I mean, they're really hammering these <laughs> like this mirroring home, dude. Like, <laughs> it's like that office uh, meme where it's like these pictures are the same <laughs> and it's not mm -hmm. it's not at all. Yeah. Michael asked if I could tell the difference between these two pictures, but they're the same picture. <laughs> I could not get over Dawn in this scene and this episode. Right? Your arm is broken in a sling. You slapped Willow last episode. Now we're getting rid of the stuff that made her go crazy. And you're putting up a hissy fit? You're, Dude, Will you're doing a tantrum? Dawn has, Dawn has been so unwatchable recently like it's just they don't give her anything to do and when she is on screen she's just being annoying especially later there's i was just like what yeah later in this episode i'm like what is your problem dude yeah like buffy why are you getting rid of all of willow's stuff did you were you not in the last episode did you not <laughs> run from a demon and get crashed and did you not realize your arm is in a sling yeah, did, did you not hang out at a at the rack den for two hours getting pissed. Yeah. I mean, this would be like if, like, say that this was actually drugs, right? Yeah. And Buffy's like, we got to get rid of all the syringes in the house. And Dawn's like, but they're my favorite syringes. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's... It's unreal that Dawn's doing that. Like Dawn, yeah. the girl who was in the car crash, broken arm, had a bloody head, slapped Willow. <laughs> Dawn, was, who knows that Willow ripped Buffy from heaven. <laughs> yes. I mean, good God, dude. Like, uh, Why is she not mad at Willow? It's like, who cares about this magic stuff, too? Every time also, you mess with magic stuff, Dawn, it causes problems. Also, Dawn... The girl who was so upset that Tara was leaving and is like having lunches with Tara. And she's like, why can't you guys get back together? And then Dawn's, they're like, this is what Willow needs. And Dawn's like, but can't she be like a little bit of a crack addict? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of what made her fun. <laughs> I only use on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Just so ridiculous, dude. But yeah, Buffy wants to get rid of the the lighter that spike has spikes lighter or whatever so she's not tempted either she's in solidarity with willow so then we go over to the trio and warren is looking at the diamond that they stole from the museum and apparently this is a magic diamond i did not realize that until they've been showing that uh replay in the beginning mm -hmm. and this is the first time i've noticed him say phase one of our plan is complete <laughs> Oh, I remember them saying that, but I didn't realize that it was magic until they were like, yeah, this is a magic diamond, duh. 
I didn't even know what phase one. I was like, what's phase two, three, four? Like, I just, (laughs) it never even hit me that just said, I thought they were just testing out a freeze ray. Yeah, I thought that they were, I was like, what kind of ray would need to use a diamond? And then they're like, oh, it's a magic diamond. I was like, oh, okay, sure. But uh, Warren puts it in some kind of machine and it's a gun. And he's like, all right, we got to test this machine. And Jonathan and Andrew are, you know, dicking around. And he points the gun at Jonathan. And Jonathan's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And Warren shoots the gun and he just like shoots the chair that Jonathan is sitting on. And it makes the chair invisible. And Jonathan and Andrew are there and they're amazed. They're like, holy crap, this is so cool. And then Warren is like, this is just phase one of the test. Time for phase two. And then he shoots it at the chair again. And they're they're also like, whoa, 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 again. Uh, but it makes the chair reappear. And they're like, gentlemen, we've got an invisibility ray. And I was like, dude, these guys are fun. These guys are fun villains. Yeah. And somebody asked, like, how do we feel about them on Discord the other day? And I said something like, if they got serious, they could be really intense villains for Buffy and they could be a major threat. And somebody, I forget who it was, we were like, wow, nobody feels that way. Most of the fandom does not feel that way. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I mean, at the end of this episode, they treat them like, oh, this is just another harmony level threat. Yeah. But if you th- like Harmony is like a dildo and she's just a vampire. <laughs> but these guys have like technology with like two different forms of witchcraft. And it's like, dude. I mean, on <sighs> the on the discord, I brought up that that whole Jonathan Superstar episode is darker than it. <laughs> like that's he warped the whole world, like or at least mm-hmm. all of Sunnydale, Sunnydale. So, dude. Yeah. You know what is a question that I wanted to ask last episode and I completely forgot to do it? Oh, I, don't, I don't think you can bring anything back from last episode. I know I Son do it all bitch. the time, but... <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to ask it anyway. Does Amy the Rat have memories of Dawn? She got those oh, memories we, implanted. We already brought that up. We did? Yeah, I brought that up uh, the episode she came back or something. Well, all right. Well, then never mind. Um, so anyway. <laughs> That's so crazy, though. Dude, the monks, dude. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, people chimed in on Discord about that. They were like, they changed everything physically. They changed the whole world. It's not just memories because there are pictures of Dawn with Buffy now, too. Like, So it's not just a memory mind thing. It's a whole world thing. This is so, it's such a, like a parallel universe. Don't, don't think it's about so it. Don't crazy. think about it. Don is mad at Buffy because Willow's, because <laughs> <laughs> Willow's addicted right. to magic. All right. Well, getting back into that then, uh, Buffy, we go back to Buffy's house and Buffy's yelling for Dawn to come down to eat breakfast and Willow's cooking breakfast in her, uh, divorced mom jammies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Buffy's like, hey, Will, how you doing? And Will's like, I'm doing all right. Like, you know, these last couple of days have been a little tough, but I'm not ready to go back to classes. I'm like, we're still doing that? <laughs> yeah, we're still doing the college thing? We're still pretending that they go to school? 
But anyway, uh, Don comes down at, eventually and Buffy's like, didn't you hear me? I called for you. And Don's like, no, didn't hear you. And Willow's like, hey, I made you an omelet, Don. And Don's like, I don't want it. I'm not hungry. And Buffy's like, what's up with you? And she's like, I'm just going to go to school. See ya. And I was like, uh, I-, I wrote in my notes, she's being pissy for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, wait, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. But uh, eventually, like, Dawn's like, I'm going to school. Bye. See ya. And Buffy's like, come home right after school. And Dawn's like, whatever. So Dawn leaves. And then Buffy is talking to Willow. And Buffy is, like, blaming herself for having Willow become a magic addict. And I was like, do, do, uh, well, well, Willow asked Buffy why she's so pissed at you. I should be getting the brunt of this. And she's like, and then Buffy goes, well, she's mad because I let it happen because I was like, you know, uh, you know, not here, not present kind of thing, which doesn't work for the example that they have because Willow getting addicted wasn't because. Buffy was just like floating on her own and not paying attention to everybody. Even when she got in a car accident and left, it was like, hey, I know I was with Spike. I came back. You guys stay home. And and Willow's like, hey, let's just go have a nice day, movie, dinner. That's out of Buffy's control. I mean, take away the fact that Buffy was dead for like five or six months. Like... (sighs) And this goes back to what we were saying last episode. Like, how come no one cares about Buffy? Like, no one's asking, like, how she's doing. Yeah. When Buffy was like, she's mad because I let it happen. I was like, dude, this like, there's some stuff you can blame yourself for and, like, Mm -hmm. feel guilt about. But, like, I don't know, man. This is a bit of a stretch, in my opinion. I mean, there's an easy way to do this where she's hooking up with Spike when she was supposed to be with Dawn. But I don't think she's supposed to be at Dawn, like with Dawn 24-7. We've seen her not around her 24-7. So, I mean, according to this lady that shows up later, she should be. (laughs) (laughs) This is a lot, too. Um, But yeah, but yeah, like Buffy could be hooking up with Spike and then something bad happens to Dawn. When yeah. the bad thing happens to Dawn, it's not even when she's hooking up with Spike. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, speaking of Spike, Spike shows up. He comes in sizzling because he's uh, walking to Buffy's house with this I, blanket on. I just want to see what that looks like outside. <laughs> I mean, it because of the episode that we saw where he was wearing a suit and a hat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are we even doing the blanket thing anymore? Well, maybe I, I just can't tell the distance he has to go. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. But Buffy's like, Spike, what are you doing here? And he's like, what? Just on a stroll. Thought I'd pop by. And they all roll their eyes. They're like, ugh. And Spike's like, I actually came here because uh, my lighter, I left my lighter here, I think. Uh, and I think that it's out here. Have you seen it? Buffy's like, no, haven't seen it. No. And then Willow's like, uh, I'm going to go. And Spike is like sitting there talking to Buffy. And Buffy's like, Spike, you got to stop trying to see me. This is getting pathetic. Any excuse to come and see me? And Spike 
is like, sorry, love, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, stop calling me love. And he's like, well, then what should I call you? Pet. Little Miss Muffet. <laughs> I don't know. He runs down a list of pet names for her. Yeah. And Buffy's like, and don't call me any of those. What do you want? I don't have your lighter, so leave. And then Spike's like, oh, don't act like you don't want a little bit of this. And then he like grabs her and she starts being like, mm, oh, oh. Spike's like, yeah. She says something about like. It's a pancake flip or something. Yeah, and he's yeah, something about like, you know, how about this, this pancake? I'm, I'm going to flip this pancake. And he grabs her and he gropes her and. <laughs> I, I don't know what he's referring he's to. Rubbing like, her crotch, and I—it's the same thing he did when he like all we see is like hand, it's ball stuff. It's it's the female version of ball stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but like, here's the thing: is like when he's saying pancake, like it's an insult to say that a woman has like a pancake ass. Like I don't know well, what he's he, referring. They're to. making breakfast. He's using. He's just trying to use breakfast and what, terms. What is he flipping? If he's talking about his own dick, like did his dick yeah, get squished? I don't squished? think he's talking about his dick, <laughs> Joe. Don't, don't think about this too much. <laughs> it's just I don't know what the innuendo is. It makes no sense. He's rubbing her it junk. Makes no sense. He's rubbing her junk. That's it. All right. Well, I'm going to try. Uh, I'm no, gonna, you don't do that, Joe. <laughs> Vance, let's both decide to use this innuendo on our significant others and see how they feel about it. And we'll come back next episode with a report. <laughs> I think you have to be in the kitchen and making breakfast at that time. I don't think you could come okay. apropos of nothing. I'm going to flip this pancake. What? You can say, any, <laughs> you can say anything and make it seem sexual. Yeah, if you say like, it in that uh, little uh, tone yeah. of voice. Yeah. I'm going to record this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of Boys Watching Buffy. <laughs> Yeah, but Buffy's getting all horny and uh, Xander shows up and he's like, Spike, are you still trying to get with Buffy? And Buffy like shoves Spike off of her. And she's like, yeah, I'll get off of me. And Xander's like, Spike, don't you know that it'll never happen? No one's ever going to hook up with you. And I quote, only a complete loser would ever hook up with you. And you just see the devastation in Buffy's face. <laughs> now Buffy can relate her relationship to stuff. That's the yeah. tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm surprised Spike kept his mouth shut. Oh, he's smirking hard, though. Oh, yeah, he is. He knows. Yeah. He's, I mean, if, he you, knows. if you got that over Xander, it's great. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, but Xander's there to take Dawn to school, and he's walking it's out a with whole, uh, Can I just say it's a whole team effort raising Dawn again? Yeah, it's the like, it takes a village. Willow's br making breakfast. Xander's taking her to school. Why is Buffy not taking her to school? Because she's a terrible driver. What's the deal? Yeah. She doesn't, yeah, have, she a doesn't have a car. Does, does, is school so far doesn't away that she has to drive? Is there not a bus? I, I don't know. She, she walked in the episode... That she that Buffy reveals that she's to spite that she was taken from heaven. She mm -hmm. gives Dawn lunch, and Dawn walks mm -hmm. off to go to yeah, school. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. And uh, if you do a construction job, those things are early. Yeah. 
So I don't he's know. off the clock right now. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's done by the time they go to school. I don't know. Uh, it's just that is super nitpicky stuff. But it seems like they just wanted Xander to be in here so he can see this. Yeah. So they're off to take Dawn to school. And as Xander opens the door, a social services lady shows up and she's like, hey, I'm here. I'm here to evaluate your case or whatever. And Buffy's like, oh, uh, maybe now's not the best time. He's like, it's never a good time. I'm going to come in anyway. And so she comes in, she's inspecting, and she's looking around like, hmm, uh, is this, huh, hmm, this isn't good enough. Huh, this isn't good enough. And then Spike's in the living room. And he's like, we got to talk, Buffy. And the social services lady's like, is this your boyfriend? Buffy's like, no, it's just uh, Spike. Uh, but anyway, Spike, weren't you going? Spike was like, no, I'll wait. And then she's like, this is the lady from social services, Spike. And he's like, oh, 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 right. Um, Buffy's always been a great mom to Dawn uh, when Dawn was hanging out in my crypt for too much. Buffy told her not to do it anymore. The social services lady is like, crypt? And Buffy's like, he means crib. Crib, he said crib. You know, everybody with their newfangled slang. Yeah, Spike, uh, I'll see you later. And Spike's like, what about my blanket? And Buffy just gives him a random blanket. And he oh, goes it was his, it was his just, blanket. It was his? Yeah. All right, well, he must have folded it like yeah. over the, the chair that he was yeah. in. But Buffy gives it to him and he saunters off and the social security lady is like, his blanket? And Buffy's like, it's it's a security thing. He's like Linus from Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so social security ladies ask social services. Social security, social, the social worker. Yeah, social worker lady is just like uh, asking Buffy a ton of questions. Like, so is it just you? Does Spike live here? And Buffy's like, no. And then she's like, so it's just you and Dawn that live, that live here? And Buffy's like, yeah. And then you hear Willow's voice like, Buffy, I'm going to do something. She and said, then, I'm going to take a nap, which I was like, yeah. that does not need to be announced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, were you guys, did you guys have plans today? <laughs> like, just. Yeah. But uh, the social worker lady is like, so who's that? And Buffy's like, oh, well, that's Willow. She actually also lives here. And then. The social worker lady sees like a bag of weed and Buffy's like, oh, no, 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 it's not what you think. It's not what you think. It's, it's not weed. It's not that kind of weed. It's, it's like a magic weed. And the social worker lady's like, that's it. I've seen enough. <laughs> and Buffy's like, please, please, this is just a bad time. This is just a bad time. And the social worker is like, it's always a bad time with you, lady. Uh, I've been trying to get this appointment going for a long time and you're always ducking me. So I'm going to come back. I'm putting you on probation. And Buffy's like, what does that mean? Why am I on probation? She's like, well, Dawn's grades at school are failing. Uh, she has a ton of absences. She's always late, uh, including today. She's going to be late. And I don't think that you, Buffy, an unemployed person, can provide a good home life for Dawn. And Buffy's like, I can totally do that. And the social worker's like, uh-huh, uh, -huh, uh I'm looking it around and I disagree. I'm going to be monitoring you. I'm putting you on probation. And if you don't right this ship, I am going to strip you of your guardianship for Dawn. And then she leaves. 
Now, something that I thought about maybe when we were starting this podcast is the social worker talks about, oh, isn't Dawn running late? Her grades are slipping, blah, blah, blah. She does. Ne- she never mentions, oh, what the fuck happened to her arm? Yeah. <laughs> she has her arm in a sling. There is no comment on that. No, no, like, uh, can you explain this? Oh, no, my friend was magic driving and got in a car yeah. accident. Like, <laughs> my friend was zooted off the magic and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like social behind the wheel of a car. That's oh, it's, the, it's the friend that actually yelled, uh, yeah. uh she's taking a nap. She's here. <laughs> also, maybe don't call Spike Spike. That's a terrible name for some random guy sitting on your couch. Seems like he's yeah. like a drugged out rocker. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, leather clad bad yeah. boy <laughs> in the morning fully dressed like that you're like that guy did not go to sleep last night um yeah, yeah uh this social worker has had to see so much worse in sunnydale i can't even I imagine know. what social work in sunnydale will look like and also i don't know so she's 15 right mm-hmm and she would be legal, what, like 18? So three years until she's like fully <laughs> she's legal. <laughs> so she's legally an adult in yeah, three years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they would take her away from Buffy and then put her in like foster care for three years. Is that the plan? That would be the better option? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if your social workers on Discord chime in and let us know how this all works, because they've they've had yeah. this threat before of being taken away, and last time that threat came, it really scared Don straight. This time, yeah. Don is like, "Nah, I don't care anymore," because she took all, she's throwing away all the magic stuff that my other mom liked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not to mention, like, if you're a social worker in Sunnydale. You've got cases out the wazoo, dude. Like, there's so many <laughs> parentless <laughs> children. <laughs> I know. Man. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the most normal parentless child yeah. in Sunnydale. <laughs> that would have been really funny if it was all falling apart, but the social worker's like, nah, this isn't that bad, actually. <laughs> At least she wasn't murdered mysteriously. You know, she, she died of natural causes. There's that 30 Rock episode where uh, Liz Lemon is trying to, like, adopt, and she has, like, the caseworker come to her job, and everything goes mm-hmm. wrong, and she gets hit in the face, and gets amnesia, and then they run it back and do everything <laughs> perfectly, but she's, like, so far gone that they just have to take her to the hospital. But that it, it kind of, it would have been fun if it was more, like, hijinks like that. It's just, like, the social worker's like, this is weird, but... Just, like, I, constantly yeah. in the background with her little clipboard, like, taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> like the Charlie work episode of It's Always Sunny, where he's, <laughs> the health inspector's coming. She's like, all right, yeah. well, this is a little off, but that's good. And yeah. at the end of the episode, they're like, okay, Willow, one more amnesia spell. <laughs> I really thought that was going to happen. I really thought that was going to happen after uh, after she left. I was like, okay, yeah, this is the only way to get out of this is magic. Just have yeah. Willow change something. No, but there are other plans afoot in Sunnydale. <laughs> yeah. But so after the social worker leaves, Buffy closes the door and she has a moment to herself like, oh, and Spike is still there. And he's like, oh, that didn't go well. 
And Buffy's like, what are you still doing here? Get the fuck out of here. And he slams up against the door. He's all in her face. And he reaches into her pocket. And he takes the lighter from her, from her pocket. And he's like, just coming for what I wanted. And he takes the lighter and leaves. And it's like, oh, Buffy. Oh, Buffy, you and Willow. You can't get enough. I can't. I wish I could quit you. <laughs> but he slams, he slams against the, the door and then he does the same groping motion he did in the kitchen. It's like, that is his go. -to. I was like, geez, that's his go to. She's like, stop it. He's like, no. Yeah. And, and it's also like the social worker is like just on the other side of that door. Probably just here's a huge slam. <laughs> uh, yeah. But. Buffy goes up to her room to cry and she looks at herself in the mirror and she starts chopping off her hair. And I was like, okay, this makes sense because her hair throughout the beginning of this episode looked off. <laughs> she has that long. I wrote in my notes. She cuts off her fake hair. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is up with her oh, because, hair, dude? And wait. then she cut it off and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Even when Spike comes in, she's her he's like touching her hair, which he never does. And he's like, I love this mm -hmm. long blonde. Like <laughs> I was like, what what is this? Yeah. So she chops off about like good three, four inches off of her long, lovely Goldilocks. That was one of his pet names for her. I, I love just, that as a move of like, I got to change something. Ah. <laughs> so she goes to the hairdresser and the hairdresser's like, what are we doing for you today? And she's like, I don't care. Just make me look different. And I'm just like, okay, Mohawk it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have been so dope. I would have loved that. And then she goes over to Willow like, okay, one more, more spell to put my hair back. <laughs> You know, maybe I'll go to Tara. Tara's like, I don't know how to do this. I'm not as good as Willow. <laughs> she starts stuttering. Uh, bu 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 Buffy, I can't, I can't, 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 can't do ha hair. Oh, the stutter. So bad. I wish they would have gotten rid of it, but it's still there. Yeah. So anyway, then we go to, we see the trio out on this different main street. They're on a strip mall street and they're there with their invisibility gun. And they're like, all right. We're going to the Bikini Wax Spa and we're going to spy on chicks. And I'm like, this is your, this is where you choose to go? The Bikini Wax Spa? They are only planning to use this invisibility for spying on women. Yeah. They, they don't understand the power that they have. <laughs> they could make themselves more attractive to women. They could like get into. They could do a, a, what are they thinking and figure and read women's minds to see what they're mm -hmm. looking for. There's there's so many creep. I mean, they're being creepy. If they're gonna be creepy, just yeah. go full creepy. You know? Yeah, yeah. But they're there and they got the invisibility ray and they're like, this is gonna be so sick. We're gonna see ladies getting their pussies waxed. It's gonna be so hot. I'm like, why? This is not. <laughs> This, I, I've never gotten a wax down there, but I can't imagine that this is like <laughs> peak sexual hotness. Well, maybe know? they they want to see them in the like back area, like the locker room salon when they're changing or something. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go to the gym. Yeah, there's so many different 
Yeah, I don't know. Like they're trying to do like an '80s comedy, like Meatballs or something, where like, oh, look at the shower. Like they could just sneak into yeah. a woman's shower room, like you're saying. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't. <sighs> they have to be near Buffy though, because plot. Yeah, yeah. So they're there and they're trying to discuss, like, hey, all right, this is gonna be awesome. Let's use the invisibility ray. And then Andrew and Jonathan start fighting over the invisibility ray because Jonathan's like, hey, the Slayer's over there. We got to hide the invisibility ray. And they're they're working to try and hide it. They turn a corner and then they, the invisibility ray accidentally goes off. And it turns a dumpster invisible. It turns a fire hydrant invisible. And it turns Buffy Summers invisible. And a traffic cone. And a traffic cone, yes. Which the, the, I only saw the, the holy quadrumprint. <laughs> <laughs> I only saw the dumpster and Buffy initially, but uh, I, I saw four. It definitely on, hit. It definitely hit four things. But all of those things are invisible, and they're like shit. And then Xander and Anya are over at the magic box, and they're planning tables for their wedding. And Buffy has now discovered that she's invisible. She walks into the magic box and she's invisible. And like, they're just having a blast with not having to film all this stuff. Buffy must have been filming something else. She's like, ah, I can't be there for these dates. And they're like, oh, let's do an invisibility episode, I guess. You just come in for ADR. Can you record it at your home? All right, we're giving you a new haircut and you're going to not be in half the episode. Yeah. <laughs> So Xander and I are planning like where people are going to sit at their wedding and Buffy shows up and she's like commenting and they look around and they're like, Buffy, where are you? Is Buffy here? Am I hearing voices? Buffy's like, no, no, I'm here. I'm just invisible. And then the, I think Xander is like, wait, is this because you've been feeling ignored lately? And Buffy's like, no, nah, this isn't a Marcy situation like it was in season one. And I was like, nice, dude. That is a deep cut, man. I know. I forgot about that episode. That's like, yeah. that's a, a while ago. Like the show knows its history. I do love that they call back at stuff and like everything that is in the past still, you know, some stuff gets a little fudged over as a show that's been on for 111 episodes will, but they do reference stuff. I mean, Amy the Rat came back like. They reference stuff yeah, like that. And the reference to the invisibility and have you been feeling ignored, which made me think of how crazy that episode is. This yeah. girl became invisible, not because of magic, because she was being ignored to the yep. point that it became real. That's the hellmouth for you, baby. And then the FBI kidnapped her <laughs> and made her an assassin. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot that part. All I remembered was like her trying to kill Cordelia, Cordelia or yeah. something. But then the then the then like the FBI comes in and they teach her how to like assassinate dictators. Yeah, in a she's in a classroom at the end. <laughs> dude, this show's hilarious, dude. That, like, but that at that point we didn't have all the like feelings and people addicted to drugs and ripped from heaven. Like it was like silly nonsense. You could get away. Like it was. It was fine then. Yeah. And you could still do it now. Like, we still have a guy that's stealing a diamond to make an invisibility ray, even though they didn't need mm -hmm. a diamond to make a freeze ray. <laughs> but 
They just needed ice cubes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they dry, dry ice, wet ice. Yeah. We just need wet ice. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, how did this happen, Buffy? And Buffy's like, well, I was feeling down about myself, so I went to go get myself a haircut. And Anya's like, ooh, a haircut? What's it look like? And Buffy's like, I mean, it looks pretty cute. And she's like, well, how short did you cut it? And Buffy's like, I got cut to like right here, which doesn't make any sense because you can't see where I am. But it's, you know, it's like, it looks good. And Anya's like, I'm so excited. I wish I could see it. And Buffy's like, you know what? Maybe this whole invisibility thing won't be half bad. You know, I'm kind of feeling kind of happy to be invisible. And they're like, but doesn't that mean that something bad's happening? And she's like, yeah, probably. But like, I didn't see anything suspicious. And while I'm invisible, I'm going to live it up. <laughs> now, my question is, one, how did she not see the trio? You yeah. turn invisible, but you don't go blind. <laughs> like they were standing in front of her when they yeah. shot her. They didn't shoot from like around a corner. They're just in an alley. Yeah. And then I was like, why is she not freaking out at all? And I just needed, yeah. I didn't, I needed a little bit of the, I don't know what's happening. Please figure out what's happening. But while this is happening, I'm just going to live it up. Like she came in, yeah. the, she came into the magic box. At first I thought when she opened the door to the magic box, she wouldn't even know that she's invisible because mm -hmm. that's what I thought. But then it was like, I guess you have to see your hands and everything. It's not there or something. But she walks in and she's like, la di da di da I'm just invisible. Hey guys. Just another day. Yeah, Xander, Xander and Anya are freaking out. And she's like, yeah, no rush. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, she can try and figure it out, but you know, don't worry about it. I was like, it. how does this help you get your sister back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Uh, so that they're like, Anya and Xander are like, all right, we'll try and figure out what's going on. I'll go to the scene of the crime and see if I can snoop for clues. Anya will do some research back here. It's like, why would you trust Anya to do research at this point? Even when she's being like supervised, she's not doing research. She's like, oh, fucking Buffy. See I could just see Anya now being like, Buffy seems happy to be invisible. Let's yeah. just leave her. I'm going to look at my plan, my wedding planning stuff. Yeah, I but mean, she's got to run a magic shop that probably gave the power to make her invisible <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> but uh, so Buffy... Oh my god, there's like a fucking leaf blower outside my goddamn apartment right now. Sorry, everybody, if they, if you're hearing this. Jesus. But anyway, Buffy decides, she's like, I'm going to go for a walk. Uh, you guys try and figure that out. I'm just going to go enjoy this whole invisibility thing. And they're I'm like, okay, go, cool. I'm going to go bump into people that I can obviously see and move aside from. <laughs> yeah. So Buffy leaves and then Anya's like, well... This is a little bit suspicious. And Xander's like, what do you mean? And Anya's like, well, I'm just saying, like, there's been a lot of mistakes happening. And this seems like it could be a magical mistake. And Xander's like, you don't think that it's it's Willow, right? And Anya's like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm it's, just saying. It's the first person you have uh, to go to. Yeah, I mean... It's not, it's not a bad assumption. She's like, I mean, there's been a lot of spells that have been going haywire around here lately. I'm just saying. And Xander's like, all right, I'll go ask Willow. I'll go talk to her. They came to this conclusion because nobody, no villain would make the Slayer invisible because it wouldn't be a advantage. Yeah. 
So she thinks it might be a mistake. And who makes mistakes? Mm -hmm. Willow. Yep. So we cut to Willow. And Willow's at home and she's doing research about like this diamond stealing thief. And she's like, oh, could this be a demon? What kind of thing could be going on here? She's at home and she's on her little MacBook and she's typing. She's got books laid out everywhere. And there's a there's a book like across the table and she sees it and she's like, oh, God, getting up and walking five feet to pick up this book would be such bullshit. Let me just do a little bit of magic. I got control of a little bit of magic. And she's, you see the, the book's pages start to flutter. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not doing this. I'm not an addict. I don't need this magic stuff. I and shouldn't just have, then. I shouldn't have opened this book on the other side of the table, start reading it, and then set up all my other books on this other side of the table. <laughs> right. I, I mean, she's it. got like eight books laid out across, and they're all on top of each other. It's like, dude, and then it's just like one off, off to the side that looks like it's been open and read. Yeah. Yeah. So just as she decides to stop doing magic, Xander shows up, and. He, he comes in, he's got an accusatory tone immediately, mm -hmm. which he's coming in hot. Don't blame him. I feel like he could have softened it a little bit, but he comes in hot. All right. And he's just like, he shows up and he's like, Willow, is there something you want to tell me? And Willow's like, Why did, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And, and Xander's like, look, I get it. I know that you're trying to not do magic, but we all know that recovery there's there might be a relapse and we're all a little worried about you and i know that relapse could be a part of recovery but i just want to give you the opportunity to come clean and and tell me what you did and will was like i i barely i didn't do I, I barely didn't do anything dude i didn't do anything and xander's like willow buffy's invisible he doesn't say it like that but he's just like she's blin visible or he does some kind of bullshit well he she She's seems confused about what he's talking about, and then he's like, "Oh, yeah. so you didn't do it?" And now he tells her that Willow, that Buffy is yeah. invisible. Yeah, because so, she's she thinks that he saw her like doing the book thing. I guess uh, not even. Uh. It, not it doesn't even go that far. It's, it it seems like it was going to be that. I thought they were going to have a whole like he says something, she thinks it's the book, he says something. Mm -hmm. They don't. They actually don't play that game really. Yeah, it seems like they're going to do it, but they don't. They get to it pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, Xander is just like, look, Buffy's invisible. Is this something to do with you? And Willow's like, what? Buffy's invisible? No, that doesn't have anything to do with me. Uh, yeah, he says there's something wrong with Buffy. And he's like, yeah. what's wrong with Buffy? And he's like, oh, you don't know. It was like, yeah, that's how they that's how they kind of stumble into like revealing that she's invisible. Yeah, and he's like, is it, are you sure you don't have anything to do with this? And Willow's like, oh, oh. Oh, you just think that if there's anything bad happening, you run right to Willow and you just blame Willow? Is that how it is here? Is that what's going to happen? And Xander's kind of like, I mean, the last couple of times you did magic, like some really bad shit happened. You remember like a week ago, you wiped all of our memories and then you were like abusing your girlfriend and you wiped her memory like a bunch of times and like you ripped Buffy from heaven. Like bad stuff's been happening because of your magic lately. And Willow's like, oh. Out of here 
the fact that she's like, oh, oh, so I'm just going to get accused when I don't do stuff. I might as well, you know, I might as well just relapse then and stop trying if I'm just going to get blamed for everything and like storms out. And I was just like, wow, uh, that's that's like an addict would say, like, well, well, if you're going to blame me for drinking, I might as well drink. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I love that he brought up the mind erasing thing. Finally, someone like verbally said it. Like, mm-hmm. finally took the gloves off and said, hey, you erased all of our minds. And she's like, ugh, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I'm I'm off the magic. I'm cut. I'm quitting cold turkey. Yeah. Everyone's successful when they quit cold turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows how addictive cold turkey is during the holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see like a magic like methadone clinic. Like they're really trying to yeah. wean them off. <laughs> that was part of Doing our like prediction. fake magic. Yeah, we predicted yeah. she'd go to rehab. Our predictions were off this whole. Yeah. Well, you predicted that the trio was going to come back and they're back. Uh, did I? I don't sure. know. I think that you did. I know. Um, the, what I wrote down is that Willow disappears for a few episodes rehab and you have Willow and Buffy mentally gone. Yeah, I think that I also said like Tara's actually gone for good or something. You started with that, and you started with that, and then realized that uh, she got an apartment. So no, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But I love that. I just love that Willow's offended, and it's like, dude, literally, like last night you were with Rack. (laughs) (laughs) there's a girl with a broken arm because of your magic addiction. (laughs) Someone calls you out on it, you flip out. Um, and, and it's also like she was literally just struggling to not do magic before he showed up and she gets all offended. I mean, it's realistic. It's a realistic mm-hmm. reaction by her. And they kind of salvage it in the next scene with them, mm-hmm. which is good. But when I was watching this in real time, I was like, damn, Willow, you are awful. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, fuck the Scoobies. Anyway, she was sliding uh, down my likability <laughs> ranking in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we go over to Warren, and Warren's trying to rebuild the invisibility ray. And Jonathan and Andrew are annoyed because they're like, "We fucking made the Slayer invisible. That's not good." And Warren's like, "Don't worry, I'll rebuild it. We'll find her, and we'll we'll freaking like we'll we'll turn her back." And Jonathan and Andrew are worried about it. They're like, oh, man, I mean, the Slayer could have saw us. She probably knows that it's us. And Warren's like, don't worry. It's not It's not going to happen. She doesn't know it's us. We got away. No one could possibly know that it's us. It's no way she looked around when she turned invisible to see what was going on around her. It's no yeah. way. She just skipped to the magic box immediately. It is funny that you mentioned that uh, it's not like Buffy's blind or anything. <laughs> Because I referenced that cracked article uh, about like superpowers you wouldn't want. And if you were invisible, you would actually be blind or something like that. But that's not fun. And that's not how actual no. uh, fun times work. So I was we'll skip over that. I, I was thinking about that in uh, the Angel episode we're going to do where someone, you know, it's like ghostly and they can't touch stuff and they keep falling. Mm. They keep reaching through stuff. Yeah, they can walk on stairs and floors and stuff, you know? <laughs> Somehow the ground is like the thing that you don't fall through. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy. Uh, check out that Angel episode. 
Good stuff. I got a lot to say, yeah, yeah, lot to say about that episode. I'm worried about how long that one might be. <laughs> but so we go over to what Buffy's actually doing. And she's walking around the park. And she has a little fashion report slash corner moment mm-hmm. where she goes up to some lady. And she's like, oh, studded hats. Ugh, that's a bad fashion choice. And she just takes it off the lady's head and throws it in the trash. And the lady starts freaking out. She's like, there's a ghost in the park. <laughs> she runs away. <laughs> the people in Sunnydale have seen so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she just goes, oh, that's weird. Runs away. Doesn't like, that's it. She'll Doesn't probably run to the it. cop that's like right there. But, you know, who does run to the cop that's right there? Buffy, there's a like a parking enforcement person. Wait, before we move on, your uh, review of the study cap. You'll hear about it on the fashion report oh, slash okay. corner. Patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy. Uh, <laughs> it's the lowest tier, $3 a month. <laughs> <laughs> but Buffy walks over to this parking enforcement cop who's like writing a ticket. And she's like, so long, copper. And she like steals a cop car. <laughs> it, well, she steals like a little traffic cop's car, that little... That little small vehicle. Still a cop car. There's still a uh, law enforcement. I like that she's invisible, but not invincible. Like, for some reason, she's treating invisible like she doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But she takes this cop, like, golf cart. Uh, what, is, what are those? Like, I call them ape cars or something. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. The little traffic cop. He's writing a ticket. Yeah. There's a lot of people getting tickets in Sunnydale. Which yeah, I don't get. <laughs> I was going to say, if I was a cop in Sunnydale, I'm like, fuck it. You can park wherever you want, dude. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm not going to so much worse shit demon. going on. I mean, this is a, <laughs> I mean, this cop is on the traffic beat. He's not on the, like, stopping crime beat. This yeah. isn't a patrol car. We haven't seen cops in a long time either. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Buffy drives this golf cart. All of a sudden, Buffy's a great driver. She uh, drives this golf cart <laughs> to the uh, Department of Social Services of Sunnydale. And this is where I'm like, we, we got to talk about likability rankings here. Well, this is when I brought up, if I was 15 watching this, would I be like, ha ha, ha ha, this yeah. is kind of funny? Or yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would have. This is... I think this is real fucked up. <laughs> I, that's how I feel too. I think this is super fucked up. Like, dang, like to yeah. the point where I'm like, Buffy, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So she goes to her social worker's little office, which is, you know, she's got an open, open concept uh, cubicle type situation. And Buffy goes over to that social worker lady's desk and her name is Doris. I just realized that she goes over to Doris's desk and she like steals her coffee. And Doris is like, where'd my coffee go? And it reappears like on the other side of the desk. And she's like, huh, must be losing my mind. She puts it back where she normally puts it. And she turns her head and Buffy steals the coffee mug and puts it on another place. She's like, where the fuck did I put my goddamn coffee? And her coworker turns around and is like, Doris, are you being a fucking crazy person again? <laughs> you guys and, don't see this coffee cup floating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she does. Yeah. yeah. So Buffy puts it on top of Doris's computer at this point, And 
Doris is like, how the hell did the coffee cup get there? Mm -hmm. And then Buffy just starts whispering, kill, kill, kill. And she starts floating Doris's coffee mug. And the the social worker lady, Doris, is like, what the fuck is going on right now? Well, it said the line was kill, Doris. Kill everyone. You know you want to. What, Buffy? <laughs> what are you doing to this lady? She's not the... This lady is not the villain. This lady is not the villain here. Yes. You could make her a villain. They could make her a villain. She could have been like, like ridiculous when she showed up, you know? She could have been completely ridiculous and didn't want to like talk about, like she wasn't like listening to what you were saying, like little infractions she decided she didn't like. She was like, oh, you have an oven in the kitchen? That's dangerous, you know? Yeah, after Buffy's... Saying like, I'll oh, kill everyone, Doris, kill it. Like all of her coworkers are, are now turned around because Doris is like, who's saying that? Who's doing this? What's going on? And her coworkers are all like, oh, Doris has lost it again. <laughs> and Doris like walks away. And then Buffy like goes through Dawn's case file. And she's like, here, I'm going to fuck with Doris's life. I'm going to fuck with her job. <laughs> she starts typing on the computer. And Doris's boss comes out to talk about uh, Dawn's case file with Doris. And Doris is like, I got the case file right here. Here it is. And she gives him the case file. And he opens it up. And he's like, is this a joke? And she's like, the way that she's living is a joke. Let me tell you that much. And he's like, no, the case file it's just several pages of, of, it, it says, uh, all all work and no play makes Doris a dull girl, and Doris is like, what, what, and she's like, no, there's a whole report in there, and then the boss looks over at the printer, and there's more all work and no play makes Doris a dull girl printing over there, and she's like, it's not me, boss, it's not me, the voice, the voice is telling me to do things, and the boss is like. Don't you take the rest of the day off, Doris, and we'll discuss whether or not you have the ability to make a living and you're going to go to the insane asylum tomorrow. And Buffy leaves whistling. <laughs> yeah. I, I also love in Sunnydale that everyone just is a fan of old movies. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, well, Buffy, I mean, at least this is more recent than like Buster Keaton. Yeah, shit. but Buffy like being able to quote The Shining... Like that's being mm -hmm. her go-to. And also the guy seeing this and not being like, this has to be some weird joke. Like mm -hmm. the, the, does Doris have a history of being like a nutcase? Because everyone reacts know. to her like, this is normal. Like this is not that crazy for her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everyone kind of reacts like, oh, there goes there Doris goes, again. Doris again. She was she acting was crazy. So close to losing it. Hearing uh, a voice again. Oh, what's it telling you to do this time, Doris? <laughs> and her boss is like, well, we're going to reassign, reassign the Summers case to someone else. And Buffy's like, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> I just ruined that lady's <laughs> life. <laughs> she, she might not have a job, and I got another caseworker on the case. <laughs> I get to do a do-over, and I'm still invisible. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just make her a bad guy. Just make yeah. the caseworker a little more like overzealous but she's not crazy to walk into the house you gotta everything's all in flux and she's just like hey you didn't even realize i was supposed to come today 
She's like, oh, you're supposed to show up on Wednesday. It is Wednesday. That's a bad start. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, Doris is way, way, way in the right. Yes. Like Buffy is not. I mean, Dawn is kidnapped every episode. <laughs> she has a even Buffy of- has even Buffy has like the joke of like must be Tuesday. Dawn's in trouble. Yeah. It's like you think Doris doesn't know about that joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's in. The, it would have been in the case files if she didn't print out different ones. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Buffy's a terrible person. I just thought this um, scene was like I couldn't get on Buffy's side with this. Like I yeah, I'm okay I, with her trying to help keep Dawn but to like ruin this lady's career over it yeah I mean she could have just done the type a better report and put it in yeah and like not fuck with this lady like she just made this lady look insane probably lose her job and and make her go crazy there's a voice telling her to kill everyone yeah Uh, I can't get on board with it dude like it was just like really if this was Buffy just like first time coming back and she was stolen her like, I'm going to dance at the bronze by myself. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Then I'd be like, all right, Buffy's just out of it. But this just seems like malicious for no reason. Yeah. So after Buffy leaves the scene of this heinous crime whistling, <laughs> uh, we go over to what Xander's up to. And Xander is at the scene of the disappearance of Buffy. He's there by the... Uh, by the dumpster and all that shit and he sees willow there and he's like oh willow what are you doing here and she's like well since uh can't use magic i thought that i'd you know go and get my hands dirty and do a little bit of a uh, investigation so here's a question how did willow know where it was oh i guess because she said she got her hair cut and i guess it's the one salon in the place yeah but how did who told her that she got her hair cut uh, did Xander say that? Xander said the... that. Okay. Yeah. Everybody hears that she gets a haircut and they're like, invisible? Who cares? Haircut? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because Willow's like, is it a good haircut? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Willow's there and she's spray painting the dumpster. Mm-hmm. She's like, so, Xander, check this out. I discovered that this dumpster was turned invisible as well, as well as that uh, fire hydrant. And Xander, like, runs into the fire hydrant. And then she's like, as well as this uh, traffic cone. But she had a different word for it, and I had never heard for, heard it before. What did she call it? I forget what the word, I forget what it is, but she's like, this, I forget. But she had a different word for traffic cone, and I was like, what the we're, fuck is well, she Well, we're skipping about? over the most important part of this scene, which is Willow apologizes for her behavior earlier. That's That's like... Maybe the second time in this entire series that someone apologizes. She's like, ah, I've just been a little off about it. I'm sorry. And then Xander's like, no, it's not right. It's okay. I'm sorry. They both apologize. We get yeah. apologies. And this, this is a good moment. I'll say it works when she's completely overreacting in the first scene to then realize she was just like, pushing it out because it's tough because we've had her in a scene be like oh tara left me for no good reason and you're like well do you do you do you believe that (laughs) (laughs) like is this a coping mechanism or do you actually believe that like that kind of stuff so at least here she's like okay i was being out of line i i should take all the brunt of anything magical that happens yeah but she's like uh talking about how 
I don't know how she found out that there was the van was at the scene of the invisibility thing. Something about she scraped some black paint off of something. Oh, yeah. She saw skid marks on the road. Yeah, she's got skid and marks. like, that could be anything. But then she had like a vial with like black paint from something. I I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, CSI Sunnydale. Yeah! <laughs> they would have to bring back Riley for that. <laughs> this alien uh, demon thing. <laughs> it puts a pin in the mouth. <laughs> I'd watch that. Sun, puts his sunglasses on. I'd I'd yeah. watch I'd watch Willow, <laughs> Willow and Riley in the detective show. I, I mean that's fucking uh, the X Files, and they yeah. even mention it like oh, he's yeah. trying to molder it out. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So Willow's like, I'm going to go look for the van. I'm going to uh, hack into the DMV yeah. with my computer hacking skills that everyone forgot that I had. And Xander's like, cool. I'm going to go to the magic box and see if I can do some research about. XYZ. Well, he gets, he, yeah, he takes the traffic cone at you so they can figure out yeah. what magic did this. So then we go over to Spike's crypt and Spike's there alone. He's sitting there, he's watching TV and he's like, stomach starts growling. He's like, oh, I guess it's time for some, some blood. Vampire fun fact. Their stomachs growl when they are hungry. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> I always think back to the Pings episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I always wondered what happened to a vampire when it didn't get blood. You're watchers. You're a watcher. Giles, how yeah. do you guys not know? <laughs> I remember during that episode, we were just like, have you not done? You're like irresponsible if you haven't done that experiment. You guys have you know? Kralik ship. You guys ship a drug addict vampire around to fight. <laughs> To fight 18 year old slayers, but you don't know what happens to a vampire if it doesn't get blood. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, so Spike walks over to his fridge and he starts drinking some some blood and his crypt door opens. And he turns around and is like, huh, what's this all about? And he walks over and the the TV turns off and he's like, all right, I know there's some kind of ghoul here. What manner is this? What what type of ghost? What type of ghoul is this? What the fuck kind of shit are you up to? I'll show yourself. I'll beat the shit out of you. And it's Buffy, obviously. And she shoves him against the wall and rips open his shirt. And he's like, oh, kind of like this. Uh, this ghost, this sounds pretty cool. And then she says something like, uh, I thought you didn't want to see me or something or like, well, he, she rips open his shirt and she starts like kissing him or something. He's like Buffy. Yeah. And then she's like, I told you, I didn't want you to see me or something. And yeah. then she drags him off. Yeah. Now my question with this is, <laughs> does Buffy. Okay. So Buffy wants to just keep banging spike, but it's her mm-hmm. reason for not banging spike because she knows it's wrong. And that she shouldn't bang this vampire? Or is it that she doesn't want her friends to find out? Like, what is her... I think, well, I mean, now it's definitely because she doesn't want 
her friends to find out because Xander was like, if anyone even looks Spike's way, yeah. they're a loser. But it seemed like she didn't want her friends to find out even after she had done it. She was like, if you ever tell anyone that this happened, I will kill you. But yeah, it seems like she doesn't feel bad about doing it. <laughs> like, I don't think she feels bad if in a vacuum, she would just keep having sex with Spike. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely would. And she definitely does. <laughs> yeah, I just like... I feel like that she could maybe just tell the Scoobies. They're going to give her shit for it. Xander's really going to come down on her. She says, mm-hmm. hey, you're with the demon. Yeah. Uh, you, you, ripped me, you guys all ripped me from hell. I'm also not really a human anymore. Oh, ripped her from uh, heaven. From, from heaven. And, and uh, <laughs> that's the lingering question. <laughs> it's been two episodes since Spike was like, you came back wrong. I can punch you and all that shit. And I'm like, we have no follow-up on that. Again, to go into our Angel episode, there's something that happens in that that is almost makes me question this thing, too. Which happens yeah, at the end is. of that one. And, yeah, like, I get hooking up with Spike is... It seems like she's not even mad at herself for hooking up with Spike because Spike is, like, an evil, crazy person. Like, I feel like she doesn't even care about that anymore when this happens. Yeah, now it's just like it's a bad look. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm invisible, so no one can see me doing this. But you're still the person you are. Yeah, I don't know. I, I get what they're trying to go for with her being invisible, but I don't. It's not exactly what I think it is. Like, it's not like, oh, you're invisible, so everything's free. Yeah, and it's also just like... I, I, I wouldn't want to hook up with an invisible woman. <laughs> you know? Like, if I was just, like, in my apartment, right, and I just got thrown against the wall and started, you know, getting touched and all that jazz, I wouldn't be like, oh, my lucky day. I get to fuck basically nothing. Well, he knows this Buffy. Yeah, but he can't be too jazzed about that. Well, he, in the later scene, he's not. But yeah, he's not going to turn down a chance to just bang a ghost, basically. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I mean, he's in a dark crypt. You turn out the lights. Like, what are you really missing? That's true. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, he was, bang- up. he was banging Buffy Bot. Okay. This is a step up. Invisible real life Buffy is a step up from banging a robot. Is it? I think so. <laughs> that incredibly lifelike robot? I don't know. I think a lot of the uh... <laughs> incredibly plasticky metal skeleton robot with the with the the horsehair wig. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I feel like a lot of it is like visual. If you're banging in the dark, it's not. But he wasn't. I'm I'm just saying, like, if you're having sex in the dark, it's not. It doesn't matter. I mean, if they are doing this right and Buffy's invisible, definitely can't blame him if he if it's like, that's the wrong hole, Spike. (laughs) (laughs) You're invisible. What do you want from me? (laughs) Buffy's into everything, man. Ah, so weird. But anyway, 
So Spike and Buffy are hooking up and Buffy's invisible. We go over to Xander and Anya who are doing some more research and Anya's talking more about wedding plans. Blind people have sex, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but do you think that blind people would rather be able to see? I don't think they would. I, I, of course, blind people would rather be able to see. But I'm not I saying rest that, my but, case. But I don't think they'd be like, well, I'm not having sex with this because I'm blind. Rest my case. So anyway, uh, Anya's talking about wedding plans and the invisible cone that they're researching and and uh, they're trying to figure out like what manner of invisibility stuff is going on. The invisible cone, like they touch it and it starts to disintegrate. And they're like, huh, what's up with this? And Anya's like, yeah, it feels kind of like, like pudding or something or like tapioca. And then Xander's like, let me touch it. And then Xander touches it and it disintegrates some more. And they're like, oh, fuck. Whatever's happening to this cone is going to happen to Buffy. We got to find Buffy. We got to tell her right now. And I was like, all right. Dun, dun, this dun. This yeah. is where things get fun. This is season one. Season one, good times. And um, I was like, man, I don't think Buffy's going to make it out of this one. I don't either, especially everything after this. Like after we see this scene and like just the slightest touch makes this cone disintegrate and turn to gelatinous blob and stuff. Everything that Buffy does after this, I'm like, how is she still alive? Well, I mean, she's a person with organic matter more than a other cone. And she, I mean, she is you know, I had no I had no fear that she was going <laughs> to even start to melt unless she wanted to unless she wanted I mean, to I, unless she wanted I, to i knew that she wasn't going to but like she's like oh, well we go over to warren well, now i thought no i thought this doesn't happen but i thought that she was gonna find out about this and then try mm. to run away and they were gonna have to try to find her mm. i i was just worried for the rest of the episode mm. yeah not after what she anyway. did to that social worker. <laughs> <laughs> so the trio, they're talking about what might have happened. And Warren's explaining to the rest of Andrew and Jonathan, like, hey, I mean, Buffy got hit with a humongous blast of radiation when we shot her. And uh, she's probably going to die. And Jonathan's like, what? what? She's going to die? Dude, we're not murderers. We don't want to be killers. We don't want Buffy to die. And we don't want to be killers. We're just wanna like be crime lords and like get money and chicks and stuff. Like, we don't want to be murderers. And Warren's like, this is part of doing crime. Say, yeah. no, he has no morals, dude. <laughs> yeah. Warren is he's wild. I I feel like Jonathan and Andrew are gonna have a face turn and turn on him. Mm-hmm. But Jonathan, he, he takes a stand here and he's like, dude, we're not murderers. We don't want Buffy dead. And you're going to fix this uh, invisibility, Ray, and you're going to reverse it to Buffy and you're going to turn her visible again or else. And then Warren stands up over Jonathan and he's like standing on a box, obviously. Cause he's I, don't, like, I don't know if he's, he might be, but he's already taller than Jonathan by like a good... <laughs> <laughs> but he's standing over Jonathan. He's looking down 
at Jonathan and Jonathan like doesn't back down. Like he seems mm-hmm. a little nervous, mm-hmm. but he's like standing up for what he believes is right. And he's standing up for Buffy and Warren's like, fine, I'll fucking do it. All right. But I'm not happy about this. And you guys are pussies. <laughs> hey, you want to make an omelet? Couple of eggs got to get broken. Okay. One of those eggs is going to be Buffy and we're going to kill her. <laughs> Buffy doesn't even seem like she's a threat to any of their plans. <laughs> I know. What is their plan? They stole a dime and they got away scot-free. Yeah. They just want to see chicks get their vaginas waxed. Yeah, they're <laughs> I gotta go the back most to heinous their... crime. <laughs> I gotta go back to their board of their their dream board, their vision board. Wasn't there something called like the gorilla thing yeah. on their dream? <laughs> yeah. But it was Get Chicks or something that was on it, too. Yeah, Get Chicks is always on everybody's board. That's on my board. (laughs) Uh, But uh, anyway, so Xander goes over to Spike's crypt and he sees that the place is like trashed. He's looking around. He's like, "Uh uh-oh, something crazy must be going on here. And he walks down into Spike's little basement tomb and he sees Spike just... Go into town on invisible Buffy. This is a, this is a wild scene. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I just, yeah. yeah. So Xander sees this and he's like, Spike, what are you doing? And Spike turns around from his thrusting and he's like, Oh, this, um, I'm just exercising. And Xander's like, in the nude? And Spike's like, yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to exercise in the nude to see see the pump that you're getting, you know? You know, when you're pumping, you got to see the pump, you know? And you look at Spike, he's got scratches all over his chest and stuff. And Xander's like, oh, okay. Uh, all right, you're doing exercises, whatever. You seen Buffy? And Zan- and Spike is like, <laughs> uh, no, I haven't seen Buffy. Why? And this whole time that Spike is talking to Xander, Invisible Buffy is like sucking on his ears and you can see the stretch. Like you can see his earlobes like stretching and stuff. And I was like, what are you doing, dude? You skipped over the craziest part of this, which is when he says I'm doing my workout, he starts pumping like he's doing push-ups, but he's still fucking Buffy in front of him. And you can kind of yeah. hear Buffy like moaning as this happens, which is yes. weird because if we can hear it, Xander should hear that. Yes. And it's just so weird. Like, I know she's invisible, but Spike is literally fucking her in front of Xander. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I guess Spike has a retractable penis because he gets off of that and just like turns around with the sheet, and it's not just yep. a crazy boner. Like it's not a tent. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's crazy because he is literally inside of her when Xander walks in. Yeah, which is yeah just wild. And this her nibbling his ear, I was like, Xander, how are you not seeing that? You're looking directly at him. Yeah, I mean, this is a wild scene, dude. You know what I'll say? In every invisible man movie type situation, a person becomes invisible and they lose their goddamn mind. Like Hollow Mm -hmm. Man, 
that dude gets invisible, mm. just starts raping women. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. I mean, it's like people can't see you and you just go, well, I guess I can just do everything. All my morals out the window. Like it's, it's the ring of Gyges, man. Is that an anime thing? No, it's a, like an ancient, like philosophy thing. If you, if you do turn invisible, your morals do go out the mm. window. Apparently like what are, if, if you, if you are invisible and no one's around to like judge you, like you do wild shit. Yeah, I would do like I I would do like a lot of I don't think I would do what she did to the social worker. I think I don't think I'd do that stuff. I also I don't have like steal a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Like I'm stealing money from yeah, stealing. But, I wouldn't, yeah. but I wouldn't steal money from like a person that needs money. Like it'd be from like a corporation or something. It would be like from a yeah. bank or something. It wouldn't be yeah, like yeah, yeah, going yeah. into someone's house and be like, oh, your savings are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you could stand yeah. over someone's shoulder. Like, I mean, you could easily do, like, low crime, like, stand over someone's shoulder, see them put their PIN number in, and then steal their wild wallet and use You know, like, there's there's dumb stuff like that. But I don't know. You you walk into movies, go see a movie for free. <laughs> I do. I, depending on how long. the most boring shit. Depending on how long, how long are you invisible for? If you're invisible for years, are you saying you're never going to go to a movie if you're invisible for a year? I mean, yeah, if I'm being yeah, invisible exactly. for years. I'm just saying yeah, there's like little stuff. But like, like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't steal it. Yeah. I don't think I'd steal a car and drive an invisible car around. Well, this is also the whole thing of like, are all of Buffy's clothes invisible as well? Yeah, like, it's just are. she have he to says wear it. the same. He says it, and Xander says her clothes are invisible when he bumps into her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, does she have to just wear those clothes forever or or be naked? I think she has to wear it. I don't think, because if she picks up something else, we see it move. So I don't think she can put on other clothes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, because um, uh, even Spike in the scene goes, like, find, get your, if you can get find dressed them, if you can yeah, find pick them. up your clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, let's get back to this. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, Xander is like, all right, well, let me know if you see Buffy because you won't be able to see her because she's actually invisible. Now, I don't think so. he ever tells her. He, I don't think Xander ever tells him that Spike, that she's invisible. Or and he, do, I think he does say that she's invisible, but he doesn't say that she's going to disintegrate, which I thought he was going to say here. That's for, Well, yeah, he okay. says to Spike, he's like, uh, have you seen Buffy or, or, or do you know yeah, where yeah. Buffy is? And Spike's like, I haven't seen her. He's like, well, yeah. you wouldn't because yeah. she's invisible right now. Um but he doesn't talk about the disintegration yeah. and like, wouldn't it be hilarious if like Buffy started to disintegrate as Spike is just thrusting into her eyes. It's just her ass turns to, whoa, your butt feels more like tapioca right now. <laughs> feels kind of like I'm fucking rice pudding. <laughs> if you just like splash through her and just hits the bed, it's like, oh no. <laughs> the worst way to go. <laughs> That'd be the weirdest ending to the Buffy series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the, the series is just yeah. the fallout from Spike fucking invisible Buffy. To <laughs> I gotta say, Spike's crypt is kind of awesome. <laughs> it's, it's very it's nice. nice. It's a man cave, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It looks like just an apartment. <laughs> Well, I feel like the last time we went to see his like downstairs, like little tomb, there was like a barber's chair down there or something. It's like, that's pretty rad. Yeah. He's got a good setup. Got a good setup. So Xander eventually leaves and he's like, all right, well, be on the lookout for Invisible Buffy. And Spike's like, all right, sure. So Xander leaves and but he's like annoyed with Buffy now. He's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? 
I'm talking to Xander. I'm trying to cover for you. And you're like nibbling on my ear. Like, what do you, what do you think you're doing? And Buffy's like, what? I feel free finally now. And it feels good. And it feels good to not like have to have the burden of my life. And I get to just be free for like a day. So kill me. And Spike's like, yeah, but I don't really like this. Like, this isn't cool. And you're the only reason that you're here banging me is because no one can see you doing it because you're ashamed. And this isn't really how I want this to be going down. And Buffy's like, ooh, pussy boy got feelings. Ooh. <laughs> this is where Discord goes like, Buffy's the toxic one. <laughs> yeah. But there. Spike's like, yeah, but Spike is, is, is like, you know what? I think you should go. I don't like how this is going. I don't want you like this. And Buffy's like, okay, fine. And then she starts to walk. He's like, go find your clothes if you can find them. And Buffy's like, all right, fine. And then she starts to walk away. And then instead of leaving, she just starts sucking Spike's dick. And he's like, oh, well, this isn't fair. <laughs> that's, that's cheating. <laughs> yeah. Good God. So Buffy has no problem hooking up with Spike at all. Like, it's not even like a moral, like, I shouldn't be hooking up with a vampire. I don't mm -hmm. feel like she has that. No, she's already done it. She's fine with it. But then next episode, she's going to be like, hey, I told you we're not doing this anymore. Yep. Next episode, she's going to be like, let me tell you, it was a mistake. It's never going to happen, Spike. The last five to seven to ten times. I'm embarrassed. It was a degrading. It's like this will they, won't they, but they keep willing they. They keep, they keep doing it. And then. Yeah. And Buffy says. She thinks she's free of rules, reports, and free of life. And then Spike tells her, well, your buddies are going to just change you back, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's... No, they're going to figure it out no, eventually. No. Your friends are all fucking really annoying. <laughs> yeah, and this is where I was like, Buffy's ready to die again. Yeah. Yep. And that's why I thought she was just going to like... I thought Xander in this scene was going to be like, hey, she's about to disintegrate. And then Spike would be like, hey... You got to get help. And she's like, maybe I don't want help. And he's like, whoa. You know? Yeah, that would be a dark turn. Not darker than how she's been most of the time. Like, they kind of play that. That's the angle. Yeah, fair enough. Well, they kind of flip it with the scene that comes up later. And they're trying to reset things again. Yeah. So we then go to Willow, who's at the espresso pump doing research. And I don't know why she needed to be at the espresso pump doing this. <laughs> Because she has her own computer. Yeah, I don't know why she's at an internet cafe type situation. Yeah, and she's sitting there and she's hacking into the DMV to get records about like the van. And she's, it's, it's loading, but it's taking too long to fucking load. So she wants to do magic. And she's like putting her hand up to the screen like, I'm going to fucking bust into this with magic. And she's like, oh, oh, I want to do this so bad, but. Oh, it finally loaded. Okay, Whew, I can finally... Those nudie pics finally downloaded. Uh, <laughs> she uh, gets the like license plate number. She writes it down. She's like, all right, how do I get this? And So that's her mission is now complete. Wouldn't the DMV have the name of who it's been... Registered to? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd think so. It's... Yeah. We'll I mean, I'm sure it. that's like the step that we don't see. But, you know, that's but the it, next step. But it also seems like they don't know who it is later when I'm like, you showed up there like you don't know. 
Yeah. So then we go to Buffy and Buffy's doing a little good old fashioned Buffy the Vampire Slayer soliloquy. Mm -hmm. Little monologue to herself walking down the street invisible and she's like spike threw me out he's gonna throw me out huh i remember last time we were hooking up i threw him out what does he think he's too good for me just because i'm invisible she's like kicking a can down the road and then she runs this like runs into a group of three people and she's like watch it i'm walking here and the three people are like what the hell and i was like please disintegrate please turn into tapioca (laughs) (laughs) but me I love that three people don't even like flinch at hearing a full voice disembodied mm-hmm. and getting bumped. They're like, ah, Sunnydale nonsense. Yep. yep. They're so jaded, dude. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> uh, so then Buffy heads home and she opens the door and she's like, Willow, Dawn, anybody here? Nobody answers. She's like, all right, well, I guess I'll just be invisible here. And uh, Dawn eventually comes home. While Buffy's like digging through the refrigerator and it's like Dawn is like trying to sneak back in because she was supposed to be come right home from school. Yeah, I was trying to figure out that she snuck in. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like Buffy would have been mad at her, you know, like because Buffy like distinctly when Dawn was leaving, like and make sure you come right home from school. And And it seems like it's pretty nighttimey which is also one of those things that makes me think back to the beginning when buffy says she's mad at me because i wasn't there and i let it happen what are you supposed to Mm -hmm. do when dawn decides that she wants to be 15 years old in this show and she decides to like play hooky or hang out with her friends and gets starts making out with a vampire jock cool kid and stuff like that never even really we never even let that like breathe a little bit when she like had to kill a guy whose letterman jacket she has varsity jacket you know and that was like i like that point of dawn a little bit where she was like becoming a rebellious person maybe she'll turn into like a slayer in training like a mini slayer Mm -hmm. at least learn how to fight a little bit and then they just reverted her back to being like nine or ten years old yeah well, it was also like when she was hooking up with the vampire guy, it was like Dawn was becoming her own character and yes. not just the damsel in distress. Yeah. And now it's like she's the child of divorce again or something. It's like the, their only way to make her a Buffy thing is to make her Buffy's surrogate daughter type situation. And yeah. that's why I said the episode Tab- Tabula Rasa was the first time I felt like they felt like sisters when they were having their back and forth. I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. like a sister's banter. Yeah. But so Dawn sneaks in and Buffy's like, hey, Dawn, check this out. And Dawn's like, Buffy, where are you? And she's like, yeah, check it out. I'm invisible. Isn't that fucking cool? Check this out. And she opens the refrigerator door and she grabs a pizza and she's like, "Ooh, the ghost of the pizza. And Dawn's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And Buffy's like, what? Sorry, I thought it was just. That was, I get it, that was a lame joke, but, like, why are you all mad? And Don's like, what is wrong with you, dude? Like, you're invisible. Do you not even care? Do you not care? What's wrong with you? I can't believe that you're so stoked about being invisible. You're the worst. I'm going to my room. And she runs off, and I was like, what is all of this? <laughs> it's so heavy-handed on the nose. It's like 
Buffy, ever since you came back from hell, it's like you, you just don't care about anything anymore. <laughs> or came back from heaven. You don't care about anything anymore. It's like, what? Why is she? Yeah. Why are we making? It's like Dawn is like an audience. or I don't know what Dawn is supposed to be. Me neither. It, like, it would have yeah. been nice to have Buffy say, hey, you're supposed to be home. And like they had a real conversation. Yeah, that's what I would thought was going to happen. I thought Buffy was going to be like, oh, just getting home, huh? And then Dawn's like, what? Where are you? And Buffy's like, I see everything now. You know what person would do with their sibling if they were invisible? Play a prank on them. Prank them. How did she not? She's just like, hey, it's me. I'm invisible. It's like, no. Yeah. Do something. I would definitely prank them. I mean, especially we see Buffy, like, ruining that lady's life. Yeah. Doris. She's fucking Spike. Yeah. She would definitely play a prank on Dawn. Like, especially if you see her sneaking in late. I'm like, this is where we have a fun bit. Yes. Like, oh, she's sneaking in late. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to show her. Mm -hmm. Like, but rather than that, she just gets yelled at. (laughs) It's like Buffy's getting yelled at. (laughs) It's not even like she's mad. Dawn's victim blaming Buffy. Buffy got turned invisible. (laughs) And she's like, oh, why aren't you mad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just was like, why is Dawn pissed? Like, I just didn't get it. I kind of get what they want from it, but it just doesn't feel right for the character. Yeah. So Dawn storms off. She goes back up into her room and Buffy's like, okay, well, whatever. What the fuck is her problem? Anyway, I got a message on the message machine. Let's listen to that. And it's a message from Xander. And Xander's like, hey, we just did some research. Uh, the traffic cone that we found that also was turned invisible started to disintegrate. Uh, whatever is turning has turned you invisible is probably going to kill you. So you need to be careful. You need to come over to the magic box right away or whatever. Um, so then we go over to Willow. I want to say some lines from this. Okay, yes, please. So Dawn confronts Buffy for not caring, and then she says a line, how can I talk to you if I can't see you? Yeah. That was very (laughs) heavy-handed. Yeah. (laughs) And then when she gets the message about being invisible, invisibility killing her, Buffy goes, wow. (laughs) And at first I was like, now Buffy's just going to like be like, okay, good. <laughs> I'm done with this. I don't want to deal with yeah. any of this. Um, but later we find out what her wow really was. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to bring those two up. So we go over to Willow and Willow has found the trio's van from all of her computer hacking. And she was like, huh, okay, here's the van. Let me break into their house, breaks into their hideout. She's like looking around, snooping around. She sees the plans for the invisibility ray. And she's like, okay, well, that's what's going on there. She sees the invisibility ray. And she's like, okay, there's the invisibility ray. This all checks out. And then the trio, who are all invisible now, go uh, like, now do it. And then you see them grab Willow and they put duct tape on her. And they're like, you're our first hostage. This is awesome. And I was like, all right, trio. Okay. Did they know she was coming in? I don't think they did. Okay. I mean, that'd be weird if they did. How would they have known? Would you turn yourself invisible with the gun that you found out is destroying a person? Well, Warren is like, I fixed it. 
Well, he I says I can more... reverse it. Well, he also he says that, like I what when Buffy got blasted, it used like too much radiation. He's like, I gotta fix it now. It fried all this stuff, but I gotta fix it, and it'll be better uh, next time. Okay, but I would do it more on inanimate objects and test that. Yeah, I would rather than make myself invisible. And they were gonna make themselves invisible before when they shot yeah. Buffy. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. But anyway, um, so Buffy is leaving home. She's like, I got to go figure out what's going on. I got to go to the magic box and try to get this all reversed. Phone rings. It's Jonathan, but he's disguising his voice. And he's like, if you want to, we've got your friend Willow. And if you want to see her alive, uh, you're going to have to come to this address. And you need to come alone. And Buffy's like, who is this? This voice sounds familiar. He's like, shut up. He's nobody. He doesn't change his voice until after she calls him out on it, too. Yeah. And this is the thing. (laughs) It's fine for the show. This is a nitpick. But Buffy remembered the name of Marcy from season one. Mm -hmm. But she couldn't remember the voice of Jonathan and Warren. Yeah. (laughs) Who have been players in the series. Yeah. But anyway. So we then go to where Willow is being held hostage. It's at the arcade. And... Jonathan and Andrew are like playing arcade games while Warren's threatening Willow. He's like, hey, you're going to stay right here. and We're going to wait for Buffy. Uh, and Buffy shows up and they're like, all right, now that you're here, let's go to a less crowded area. And we're going to, we're going to figure this all out and we'll let your friend go, but you gotta, you gotta like leave us alone. And Buffy's like, all right, well you gotta turn me visible again. They're like, we're going, all right, we'll do that. Hold this hockey puck. Uh, or hockey, air hockey paddle. It's not the puck paddle, yeah. It's like, hold it so I know where to to shoot. And then Willow notices that the gun, the invisibility ray, which is just being held in plain sight of like anyone in this. And their voices are able to be heard. Yes. (laughs) And Buffy doesn't recognize any of them. Yeah. But, uh, He's like, all right, here, hold that hockey paddle. I'll turn you visible again. And Willow notices on the gun that it's not in make Buffy visible again mode. It's in make her crazy invisible slash kill mode or whatever. And Jonathan and Andrew are like, hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You said that you weren't going to kill Buffy. We agreed that we were just going to like set this right. And then what happens next is perhaps the greatest fight scene this show has ever had. <laughs> yeah, best choreography, best camera work, best everything, yeah. Buffy, who is invisible, fights Warren, Jonathan, and Andrew, who are also invisible. <laughs> and you just see people in the background, like, screaming and running away because, like, they're bumping into them. The camera's, like, whipping around, showing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see the behind the scenes where they actually filmed them fighting for real and then like had to get rid of them. Just, <laughs> you see the CGI and they're like, we had to take her out of this so that you can. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in green screen, uh, green outfits like uh, Charlie uh, Day. We brought in the choreographer of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, we filmed this for five days. <laughs> 
but uh, the arcade's getting wrecked because like Buffy's just chucking everybody everywhere and everything's breaking. And Willow eventually grabs the invisibility ray and flips it to the make everybody visible again mode, and she shoots it. And she's like, "How?" Buffy's like, oh, nah. "How does she, she know the schematics?" But not that. But how does she know where they were? She knew where Buffy was because I guess she heard them. She knew where Warren was because he got tossed into the ball pit and it looked like he hadn't moved. Okay. Uh, I don't know about Andrew. Andrew's oh, one. Andrew I guess was he's on chucked top into the, the, yeah. the pinball machine. Yeah. So she shoots it at Buffy and Buffy turns visible again and she's like holding Jonathan up like by the collar. And Buffy's like, Jonathan? And then Willow turns Warren visible again and she's like, Warren? And then Willow turns Andrew visible and both Buffy and Willow are like, who are you? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I, I saw that coming. It was like definitely rule of threes. Like, yeah, great comedy bit. Yeah, and then Andrew's like, "I'm Andrew. I went to your high school." And they're like, "Uh, not ringing a bell." And he's like, "I did the flying monkeys incident at during the school play." And Buffy and Willow look at each other and they're like, "We didn't do an episode about that." <laughs> <laughs> then they're like, "Tucker, then, brother." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, Tucker, yeah, 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 the hellhound guy, yeah." yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was and the Andrew's episode like, where I got the class protect award from Jonathan. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and and Andrew's kind of like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> but the trio like huddle back up and they're like, yes, we are a trio and we are we have declared ourselves your arch nemeses, Buffy. So be on the lookout because we're going to be doing a bunch of havoc on this town. And Jonathan throws a smoke bomb to escape. And it, it pretty decently covers them up this mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Unlike when he was in that giant devil outfit. Yeah. And the smoke bomb goes off and they try to escape and they run into a door. And they're like, fuck, the door's locked. Fuck. Gotta make sure it's locked next time. Then a I security locked, guard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the security guard shows up. He's like, what in tarnation's been going on here in this arcade? I heard that there's a bunch of crazy stuff going on and everything here is, is broken. What's going on? And Buffy and Willow go to answer him. And while they're answering him, the trio escape. And, and Buffy doesn't chase after him because doesn't she does Buffy. not chase after And they know where they live. They know where their yeah. house is. Yep. They know where the lab is. Willow's been to it. Yeah. But... Buffy's got to stay around to get a compliment on her new haircut. Because mm -hmm. uh, Willow's like, Buffy, oh my God, your hair. It does look cute. She's Buffy's adorable. Like, yeah, oh, that's true. That's the yeah. word that's been going around. Yeah. And Buffy's like, really? You think so? And Willow's like, yeah, trust me. I'm into chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go outside and Buffy's like, Willow. How the hell did you find out all this stuff? And how did you find out where I'd be? How'd you find out about who the trio were? How'd you find out all this stuff? And Willow's like, I did it all without witchcraft. I got it. I remember that I'm an expert computer hacker. Um, but let and, me tell you, dude. And a Mensa genius. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you, dude. This has been the hardest day of my entire fucking life. I'm tired. I had to wait for computers to load. I had to walk to the other end of a table to read a book. This fucking sucks, dude. I don't know how I got through this day. And Buffy's like, you and me both, sister. 
I was invisible. I was sucking a vampire's dick. It was a crazy day. Dawn's mad at me. (laughs) On the plus side, I did ruin a woman's life. (laughs) (laughs) On a positive note. Yeah. I don't think that social worker will be coming around anytime soon again. <laughs> and I might have mentally traumatized a girl, but she won't be wearing that studded baseball cap anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Buffy's like, yeah, I got to go do some damage control because of all my invisibility hijinks. And Buffy's like, yeah, but, you know, I found out that I could possibly potentially die because of this invisibility stuff. And I'll be honest with you. I got a little scared. I got a little worried about it. And that means that like, I'm not ready to die because up until this point, I was feeling pretty fucking ready to die. And I hated all of you. And I just wanted to go back to heaven, but uh, I would have welcomed that sweet release of death a while ago, but now I don't want to die. That's progress, I guess. And I was like, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing good. (laughs) And she's like, we both made good first steps. And I'm like, Oh, why are they, why are they tied together? (laughs) Yeah. Buffy's, Buffy not wanting to die and crawl into a hole. Not related to your, not as close. It's not your magic addiction. It's, it's not the same thing. They keep, they keep wanting everything that they do to be tied together. And it's just, it's not. It's like if they brought Anya in and Anya was like, yeah, you know, I had a rough day. I couldn't figure out the seating chart. You know, I know how it is. Like, no, <laughs> that's not all tied together. Yeah, but <laughs> Buffy got her one day of not wanting to die chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's sober off of... <laughs> life apathy <laughs> how was your day willow well i actually got up and grabbed a book and waited for a, a website to load <laughs> how about you buffy well uh, a social worker threatened to take my sister away from me i turned invisible uh yeah and realized that i don't want to kill myself oh okay yeah that's the same thing yeah. cool yeah yeah sure we're doing it simpatico <laughs> also buffy you almost died when warren shot you with the gun he was going to kill you, and you basically yeah. just were like, you guys are my arch enemies? <laughs> Scoffed yeah. at them. He had a gun pointed at you. If it wasn't for Willow, you'd be dead right now. Yep. I just They have been bothering you this whole season, and you just let them go, and you guys sit on the curb and talk about your feelings. Put a stop to these three. <laughs> stop the trio. I mean... She could have easily caught them. Like, they're nerdy, not athletic. Like, they would have, around the block, they would be huffing and wheezing. And yeah. Buffy would have just, like, grabbed them by the back of their collars, lifted lifted at least two of them up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Warren's one, because he's the one that's the most, he's the one that you really got to yeah. worry about. But Warren can make three more Buffy bots, and you guys are done. That's yeah. it. And then, like, all of the... The Scoobies would be like, which one do I shoot? Yeah. And then real Buffy would be like, you guys don't know it's me. He could make Say a, something only Buffy would know. He could I make, like sandwiches. He could make <laughs> copies of the whole Scooby gang. And they would yeah. just fight each other. And the Scooby gang would, at the, the Scooby bots would destroy the Scoobies. Those bots yeah. are as strong as fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I, do, I don't know why he's wasting his time with all these other race. Just make bots. So with the end of them where they know who they are now. Mm-hmm. Next episode, they just get wrecked. 
<laughs> I don't know. I wonder how long they they last. Are they the big? Do they continue being the big bads? Does Warren does Warren elevate and like take them take down the other two and then become a psycho? I feel like the the big bad of this season is just life. <laughs> you know, existential dread. Okay, so we're at like the middle of the season, right? These are like twenty two episode yeah. seasons. And it started out like we were going to have a big bad thing with Willow mm-hmm. and a big bad thing with the trio. And now mm-hmm. we got this point where like Willow's not doing magic anymore. The trio has been unmasked. Is the wedding going to be the big bad? <laughs> <laughs> because Buffy is still at a point where she has killed people, but claims that she doesn't kill people. She yeah. Definitely killed the knights. Um, so are they going to have to bring Giles back so that he can, like, strangle Jonathan and Warren? Because he's okay with killing people. Yeah, he's killed. He killed Ben, mm-hmm. Dr. Intern Ben. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I don't know where the season's going. Yeah. It seems a little directionless at this point. This feels like, like a the trio. This feels like a soft reset. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know how, like, Willow has to go back to magic. Like, she has to. Like, and, she, like, I just don't, I don't know. It's no fun if she doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I thought that she was going to be the big bad for real. Yeah. I thought she would be the big bad. I thought Amy was going to, once Amy came back, that they were going to go on a fucking magic spree. Yeah. And we would have to get Tara to come in and Tara would have to, like, do good witch powers. I don't know. I don't know where we're going. Because now it's like, what's the deal with Spike and Buffy? Like, is this supposed to be a big... Like, when the, when the gang finds out, what are they going to... I think the big bad of the season is secrets. Uh, there's, there's no secrets besides this one. The big bad of this season is lack of communication. They're kind of talking. At least they said some stuff. Yeah. You yeah, know who no the big bad were. the big bad of the season is gonna be Dawn. <laughs> Should be. She's been the big bad. She sucks. I feel like they're doing her a disservice. I don't I don't know much about Michelle Trachtenberg, but I think she has acting chops. And I don't think they're utilizing or giving her anything to even like work with. Yeah. Uh I, but I feel like there's a good like seven out of ten episode. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. You got anything else to say about it? No. Next, what the fuck? Next episode is titled Double Meat Palace. And it's spelled meat like M E A T. Um, Double Meat Palace. Is Buffy getting Eiffel Towered? Gross. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Double Meat Palace? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Something poison. No. Um, double meat. I'm gonna get definitely you know what? food related. I'm gonna say it's a wrestling event. Really? I, I don't know, man. They're making it really difficult to predict with these titles. What? What? This title was what? Gone. Gone. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten invisibility from Gone at all. Yeah. I got to say, they're doing a lot of like early season stuff like invisibility memory wipes uh yeah yeah amy the rat coming back yeah well that was season yeah but like a lot of like almost like 
interesting. I mean, they, character. they like, reference Larry and like yeah. all that kind of shit. Like they're yeah. really throwing it back. They just they're throwing it back to uh, before Adam. They want us to forget all about Adam. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to go really on a crazy limb. All right. I'm going to say Oz shows up this episode. Oh, okay. I have no real reason to believe that's going to happen, but I'm just going to throw out a wild one. If I don't know what it is, I throw out a wild one and maybe it sticks. All right. You are choosing Oz coming back. I'm choosing they're going to a like pro wrestling event. Mm -hmm. Double meat palace. And uh, that is a wrap, everybody, for Gone. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. If you want to subscribe to our Patreon, it's patreon.com backslash Boys Watching Buffy, where we do Boys Watching Angel, Joe's Fashion Report slash Corner, and Boys Watching Movies, where we just released our The Mummy episode. Um, If you want to get a shout out from Sloppy Joe, Apple Podcast rating and review, Spotify ratings, screenshot it, send it to us. You can send it to us at Boys Watching Buffy on Instagram, Boys Watching Buffy at gmail.com, or my DMs at Joe Welke, or even on Discord. Just get it to us somehow. We'll shout you out. Um, we got a merch store. Get some merch. We got an Amazon wish list. Get Vance and Nintendo Switch. Uh, and yeah, that's a wrap, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time for when we talk about Double Meat Palace. Everybody, you know you want shut to. Up. Just shut up.